Hiya, guys. Welcome to Adventures in Humanist podcast and Zero to Freedom in association with Tribe to Thrive and the Expression Project. And all these platforms are just about connection and truth and wholeness and a journey to wellness and wholeness. And as you guys know, I've been doing a mini series on intuitive knowing her truth with the amazing authors and amazing ladies coming on speaking to their truth talking about their stories so i have an amazing lady today sersha i always i always pronounce this wrong i wanted to call you sawayaries but no <laughs> sersha connolly she has potentially the most beautiful accent that you've ever heard so just if you're not interested in what she's saying when you which you will be because it's going to be potent <laughs> <laughs> you literally just want to just lay there and just listen to her accent because it's so beautiful. So she's mm. a, basically a kick-ass womb alchemist. You know, you're a power of women. You move in lots of different ways, Sersha. So, like, I just want you to tell me, please, how did you come to writing and bringing your truth forward to the chapter in Intuitive No No Truth, which is out on the 19th, by the way? And yeah, just tell me a bit about yourself. And I'm so fascinated. Womb alchemy. What is womb alchemy? And my friend, so just quickly, my friend has just found out today that she's having a little boy. She's having a 20 week scan. So shout going out to you. And so, yes, yeah, so I'm really interested to talk to find out for, for her and find out for me and all the ladies and gentlemen watching. So tell me, tell me, Sersha. Okay. <clears throat> indeed well lovely introduction there thank you for having me on your podcast and um, yes my name is Saoirse and I am living in Australia at the moment I'm from Dublin Ireland but I've been over here for the last almost 15 years and uh, I'm a writer by trade I'm a journalist but I'm also uh, many other things I wear lots of different hats I'm a I'm a doula, a birth doula. I'm a yoga facilitator, pre and postnatal, and I run my own global deep house yoga project, which merges the ancient tradition of yoga with the sounds of the underground. Um, what does that exactly mean, Sersha? <clears throat> You're merging the sounds of the underground. Well, we, we just do, we do kind of bespoke events and live gigs with a yoga teacher and a DJ in really kind of you know, underground clubs and festivals. And we, we utilize really wow. urban spaces to create these really sacred spaces in order for people to really kind of experience transformation through music and movement. And uh, I, I guess growing up, I was a bit of a party animal. And yeah. when I, I hit my 30... see that you might have been a little bit of a girl. <laughs> yeah. I just get that impression. There's a cheeky little cheekiness in your voice, I can tell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've definitely done my time on the dance floors. And when I kind of hit my 30s, I wanted to, you know, find other ways to express myself without damaging my insides and yeah. staying up all night. <laughs> yeah that's how that deep house yoga came about I found yoga in my 30s but like late you know and it was the first time I realized that I was not my thoughts that I could think my thoughts but I didn't have to identify with my thoughts as you know the negative thoughts and the self-doubts that constantly go on in our little monkey minds so it blew me away and when I went to Burning Man Festival I, I realized that you could actually have yoga and music and mindfulness and All wellness together. and no separation. fun 
Oh, yeah, all love at the what same time. What you're doing because it is what you've just said there. Like bringing, there is no just one thing, is there? Like you know, road to wellness, wholeness. You know, birthing in the right way. There's just you come at it from different things. So bringing that all together just sounds beautiful. The music, you know, the mindset, mm-hmm. the meditation, the yoga. That sounds absolutely incredible. So yeah, tell me, Sasha, what what are you bringing to your story in the book? So what what are you highlighting? So I guess my book, yeah, my chapter is about my, my um, transition into motherhood. And that was a real kind of invitation for me to go deep into, you know, the core of my being and to really figure out who I am and what I'm here to do. I feel like all of our, you know, motherhood is such an opportunity um, an invitation for our greatest transformation if we choose that. So when I, um, I guess my chapter starts from my grandmother who was passing away, uh, you know, three and a half, four years ago now. And I had just been in Ibiza on a, on a, on a week away with a load of rock stars having the time of my life. And oh. I experienced a miscarriage and it really kind of, um, it really kind of shocked me because, you know, I didn't intuitively know that I was pregnant. Now, it was early on, but I was partying like a rock star and I felt really guilty about it. And when I got home, my grandmother was passing away and she was on her last breaths, you know, and, and I just really kind of realized the importance of leaving a legacy and creating family life and legacy in this lifetime to be able to honor her and continue her legacy. And the way she died was just so beautiful in terms of how she embraced her vulnerability and how she really had so much courage, even though she knew that she was on the, you know, the cusp of, she didn't know where she was going to go, but she was just in the courage of it anyway. And it really blew my mind to realize that vulnerability is actually a strength. It's not a weakness. And, you know, her, her whole life, she'd always embraced her vulnerability and it was very much um, evident in how she showed up, but people would think that that was a weakness. And I realized in that moment, it was a superpower. So and did that, that impact your life to go on and be like, carry, kind of carry that shield, kind of go out and be that warrior kick-ass lady that you Yeah. Are. Yeah, because she was kind of on the um, precipice of not knowing, but in the courage of it anyway. And that's the ultimate path. I feel when we can live in the uncertainty, you know, and be in the courage of it anyway, with wonder and curiosity rather than um, fear and scarcity and just embrace the unknown and move from a path of not knowing to not knowing. That is the ultimate path, you know? That is the ultimate path and that is the ultimate intuition, isn't it? That is the ultimate going within and trusting, having that trust. Mm that everything yeah. is going to work out and you just really hit the nail on the head there walking into the unknown because mm-hmm. I can tell you sometimes the known is a lot scarier we, once we get to that place where we can really sit with that trust and with that knowing and keep coming back to that place as you found out that that's that's home you know that's home and mm-hmm. we're talking about a journey to wellness wholeness you know your story with your grandma what you do in your life now that's all coming back to and rooted into your intuition mm-hmm. isn't it? that that internal Absolutely. fire that is like and you said before the core the absolute core of your being and i'm i'm just really curious as well you say you're a doula and i, I actually don't know 
very much about what that is. Is this just doing bringing natural birth into to women? Yeah, so a doula is a, is a support person in birth. It's just really a spiritual midwife, so to speak, for the woman who is laboring to be able to support her. You know, back in the day, there was women all in the birth room with the women birthing, and it was a kind of a community family, you know, celebration and ceremony as such. But over time, that's been eroded, obviously, our, our medical Absolutely. system. The wisdom of women has just been completely kind of just just completely erased doesn't it like and like you said the wisdom keepers and when everyone used to be around each other having the babies and even going on from that supporting the families with that it's just really 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 changed and you're you're about to have a baby very soon aren't you I am yes I am uh, three weeks off (laughs) I do of course I do have a doula yeah I have a doula who delivered my first baby with me and uh, I'm having a home birth this time which will be beautiful so I'll have two midwives here and a doula and my amazing partner who is a great little birthing partner to have on board we have a lot of fun are you excited to do it at home I'm so excited to do it at home. Yeah, yeah it really yeah, is. Like, so an experience, wasn't it? Like to be in an hospital. I mean, mm-hmm. modern birth. You coming from the background that you're coming from, and talking to me about these things, I can imagine um, modern childbirth in hospitals isn't like so much <laughs> something you really want to do. <laughs> it's not as fun. No. no, I mean, I did have a great experience with my last daughter, and that is really what my story is about. It's about you know. After my grandmother died, I kind of asked her to help me call in my baby. I was ready. I felt ready to, yeah. you know, um, to go on that new journey of creating life and legacy. And I went on my own healing journey then. It really kind of was the catalyst for me to, you know, stand in the shame and blame that I was feeling from experiencing a miscarriage while being on the session. And yeah. to really look into why I was drinking and partying so much all my life you know as an Irish person obviously it's ingrained in our culture yeah. but I really kind of away from did you have to kind of I associated I had this identity attached to who I was when I was partying and I didn't think I was lovable or belonged if I wasn't that you person you're having you know? a good time at the same time but when you look back that emptiness mm-hmm. and that lack of connection I mean I'm not putting words into your mouth I'm just speaking from my experience is that how you how you felt yeah well it wasn't even the lack of connection it was more the the um the dimming down of my own intuition because you know on the outside I was bursting with love and light but on the inside I was riddled with fear and self-doubt and I didn't know what I really wanted or who I really was beyond the party and beyond being the life and soul of the party you know yeah um, and, and it was most just... of us don't do we I spoke to Olga the same thing another amazing author on the book Olga Olga Boylan and she was saying either about drinking and going out and doing stuff. And she said she was either drinking, hungover, or thinking about drinking. So what is that, that <laughs> <Yeah>. emptiness? <laughs> what is that emptiness? And you just hit the nail on the head there. We literally get all, well, not all of us, but a lot of us have got to the point where you're just like, you know, this is just not doing it for me. What's, it, what's missing from like, what do I need to release? What do I need to call in to kind of feel whole? And like, you don't know until you just, you know you're just kind of hiding and running away from things or you don't even know what you're doing or why you're doing it but when we look at ourselves we all realize that we're we're all addicted to something in some way we're all kind Mm. of you know none of us really we have to do a lot of work to get to that authentic core do you feel 
like the work you've done on yourself and coming to this book and being able to speak to your experiences your grandma's to like reconnecting you know do you feel like where you are now you feel like a strong empowered mama bear you know because you come across as one and that's i just and that's so potent and powerful in these times to have you know people are doing it you're doing it a spiritual way you're having a home birth and just with what you work in sesh i just really think is that's really really potent important Mm -hmm. oh yeah I do I feel like a warrior woman you know and I feel so thankful to my children um who have given me that kind of push to really look inwards and to really realize my power you know and my true potential and they've always given me this kind of sense of urgency to keep on stepping past those stories and programs and conditions that we attach to ourselves and our worthiness and our love and you know I'm a work in progress I'm not fucking sitting here saying that I have it all figured it out (laughs) every day it's a blatant lie and plus the fact you know just you can be the Dalai Lama and you know you're still evolving (laughs) like who's figured it out we're all a work in progress and that's the beauty of it isn't it because we're perfect in our imperfection exactly exactly and it's just about awareness isn't it and it's about noticing those thoughts that the conditioned thoughts that kind of hold us back from really truly stepping into our power and standing in our sovereignty and shining for the world to see and just recognizing constantly that those stories are are in the way and that we don't have to identify with them that we get to choose a different story over and over again and it is a daily practice yeah. to do that it's you know kind of moment to moment practice isn't it like just mm-hmm. choosing, trying to choose the highest in each moment in each breath and that's it is something you come back to and just what you touched on with kids and saying they're very good for keeping you in that moment reminding you to come back to that space because they're always in that space and that's what they, they, they teach us don't they kids are just absolutely oh yeah amazing. they bring us right back all the time constantly they're our little gurus they definitely do teach us so much in terms of presence and oh in God, terms of playfulness God. that's what one thing my little daughter you know all she wants to do is play all day she oh, has no, absolutely no other agenda yeah, and play, if we can all come to life with that mentality like play all in and whatever you're doing it doesn't fucking matter if you fail worlds aren't they when they play they're creating their worlds literally and that's what that's why it's so powerful playing that's so why it's so important that like mm-hmm. we encourage it and they learn they learn through that because that's that's them creating their worlds <laughs> and allowing themselves a scope to do that and build that so yeah Sasha, you, um, you're also an embodiment and empowerment guide so how can people, if people really resonate with your chapter, which I'm sure they're going to, because it sounds like a really powerful story, um, how can people connect with you? What can you work with people with? So if you just want to speak to that a little bit and let, let us know what we can what we can see from you. Yeah, so with my chapter, as I wrote it, I wrote about my birth story with my daughter. I wrote about embracing vulnerability in birth and in life to and in death to be able to live fearlessly. You know, it really is that sweet spot where we get to let go of the need to control and the need to know and to just allow life to unfold, you know. And that's really hard in a culture that we live in these days where everything is they want to make the uncertain certain and everybody wants to know when things are going to happen yeah and so my chapter 
I guess on my first birth story and my first birthing journey with my daughter, it really gave me this sense of trust and surrender. And it really tapped me back into my intuition and made me realize how much my intuition had been conditioned out of me. And on my second pregnancy journey, I really learned about womb alchemy and um, calling in my second baby because it didn't happen overnight. I really went on a journey again of self-discovery. And this time it was more to do with getting to know myself intimately and intrinsically and really kind of learn about my cycle and learn about my womb and learn about all of the different conditioning that we hold on to and all of the different traumas and wounds that are passed down intergenerationally. Um, and from society in general and how much that has stripped us of our trust in ourselves and stripped yeah. us of our power and stripped us of our of our um of our sovereignty you know um so it's a lot of birth trauma isn't there i was actually just listening to an interview with someone the other day i can't actually remember her name now but she was just talking about the how traumatic birth is like modern birth is compared to what it mm. used to be you know and just you know you're talking about the vibrations we pick up in the womb you know all these things that what our mother was feeling you know the sounds we heard you know everything mm -hmm. what do you think to um you know moving forward in the modern birthing process and what you know yeah can you just recommend and when you talked about the you know un, what can we do to uncondition ourselves and move towards because that's mm. our first breath that's our first experience with the world how can we move towards a more you know a birthing process that brings us in in a better way absolutely well the first the first thing you do is educate yourself you know you really really do education and knowledge is key because the greatest way we give away our power is by not knowing that we have any and too many women go into yeah they go into the birthing experience kind of allowing it to happen to them rather than taking ownership of their experience and, and really they can take ownership too and also. trusting trusting is the biggest thing and that's why it all stems back you know to trust because if we don't trust ourselves and if we can't cultivate safety within ourselves then we don't feel safe to be vulnerable and open and and we're not able to be available and receptive for the birthing process to commence through us because we're rigid and we're 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 in fear and our adrenaline is high and there's all sorts of different triggers scared with nothing kind of like no beauty kind of going into the unknown it's just it's just kind of fear like. yeah we've been we've been so kind of in fear is so ingrained in us from our society and the medical industry about birth that it's kind of it's not seen as a sacred ceremony anymore. It's seen as a medical emergency and women are being, you know, put on their backs and laying in beds and drugged up to their eyeballs. And I mean, I, there's no judgment to hear whatever way you need and whatever feels right. But it's, it's only if you're making conscious and confident decisions about how and why things are happening to you so that you don't experience that trauma and you don't have to, because it's such a rite of passage. It's a huge opportunity for you to learn what you need to know in order to be the mother your children want and need and have come for because your children have chosen you. And no matter how your birth unfolds, you know, if there is trauma, which there's a huge amount of more than one in three women experience birth trauma on some level and it's not to you know it's it, that's exactly what was supposed to happen for you to learn what it is that you need and maybe the tools that you get 
to bring into your motherhood journey you know maybe if you couldn't surrender that's something that you get to introduce then as a mother to in order to meet your baby where they're at you know if you couldn't trust then it's an invitation to really do the work on yourself to be able to cultivate that safety from within so that you you can show the first place if you don't feel that safety then you're not cultivating it from any place so we need we need things around us that are going to encourage us to cultivate that yeah and that's where the invitation to do the work in pregnancy is there you know to really uncover all of the stones inside of yourself all of the reactions and triggers and traumas that we hold in our body to be able to really kind of delve deep into that work during pregnancy or before you get pregnant to really figure out you know how you show up and what it is that what that triggers you then you can kind of learn how to cultivate that safety from within and you can learn how to embody your experience and trust in your journey trust in the unfolding of it because whatever's going to happen is going to happen but you know we can definitely we can definitely take control in the sense that we know what's going on and we have choices and we know that we have rights and we have a, a vision of what we want and we so hold you must that make that vision because if you if you're just swimming along with the process allowing it to happen to you and not going to be in that place of empowering you're not going to be in that place of kind of knowing what you want for yourself so that's really that's really the key and is that what you were yeah. just before we wrap up going for over 20 minutes just um what would you say to people that want to work with you because you're obviously really really impassioned about what you do and you've been through this and it's obviously had a huge impact on your life the work yeah and how you're moving in the world so if people want to work with you how can they contact you do you have a website do you have yeah well my website's under construction at the minute but you can find me on instagram i'm always popping in and out of there and sharing my learnings and wisdoms along the way uh, Saoirse Connolly on our sessions with Saoirse on Instagram. I'll I'll send you the yeah. the links and the, the notes. I'll put it in the show notes, guys. So like, if you want to contact Saoirse and you want to work with an amazing doula, you want to do some deep work with yoga, some music, and be embodied and empowered because she's she's amazing. So I highly recommend <laughs> if this calls to you that you work with her. But is there any last thing? So we're excited because we're authors in this book, Intuition, No, No Truth, which mm-hmm. is out on the 19th. And there's 28 different ladies, Sersha and I are two of them. So it's been so beautiful talking to you today. Is there any last things you just want to leave us with? So many like little snippets of wisdom, mother, motherly wisdom or just wisdom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, you know, it's just an invitation for every woman to live in a place like I hold a vision of a world where we trust ourselves and no longer fear ourselves you know where we love ourselves and no longer beat ourselves up and where we can really take control and radical responsibility of our experience because this is all we've got and you know as women we are so fucking powerful and we don't have to live in this place of um of lack and fear and scarcity and not enoughness because it's on us to really kind of turn those stories around so that we can be the model and not the martyr for our children, you know, and so that we can actually be in embodiment of our experience because at the end of the day, spirit can only do for us what it can do through us and we can't control what happens to us but we can take ownership and you know be in full embodiment of our experience no matter what 
and that really gives us power. You know what? I love that. Take radical responsibility, and that's the key to take away at this time. And that's what we're doing. Do it in birth, do it in everyday life, do it in every moment. Mm-hmm. Take radical responsibility for your own journey, your own health journey, your your journey. And it's just so much more fulfilling. And what was the other thing you said? Be the martyr. Not the- Don't be a martyr, be a model for our children, you know. Just in terms of really showing them what it's possible to live as a free and wild woman who owns the shit out of her story, no matter how it's unfolded. Because loving <laughs> ourselves through owning our story is the most powerful thing we will ever do. And, you know, the warrior at the moment, Seth is just one of the warrior women standing up and, like, she has a strong truth to share and, like, so many people are standing up sharing strong truths and it's a beautiful thing to see. So thank mm-hmm. you so much, Sersha, for coming on and talking. Thank you for having me. Sharing so much. Like I say, guys, um, I'll put in the show notes how you can contact Sersha if you so like. And thank you for watching. Please like, comment and subscribe. And so much love. Till next time. Thank you. We can go to zero to freedom together.